Hello, media critique chic followers. This is Borderline Latina, and I am taking over. And as always, I'm here with the social critiques from a comedy freak perspective, which is informed by my experience, observation, research, theories, stats, etc., etc., etc. You get it. We've done this, so let's get into it. <sighs> People are gonna hate me for this episode. People are not going to like me for what I'm gonna say in this episode. Maybe they won't. Most likely, they won't understand where I'm coming from. And what I despise the most is the inspiration for this episode, which is from the one thing I hate to do around this time of year—the start of a new year. New Year's resolutions. I do not like the idea of New Year's resolutions. Now let me clarify and specify myself. I think it is perfectly great and normal for folks to want to start off the new year with a set of goals and strategies especially if it's stuff that is like benefiting yourself that's helping you to maintain your health and wellness especially and particularly when it is of your own doing if that makes sense if that is something that is inspired by you yourself it comes from within internally my beef, my bone to pick with New Year's resolutions is the idea that, first of all, it makes me feel like it's a new year and I feel like I'm already behind. That I should be working on something. That I should be productive, right? It's like, the new year started, we just finished an old year, let's jump right into it, we gotta do this, 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 and this. This toxic productivity, this fact that we have to kind of constantly push ourselves to set goals especially, and that's number two. Second of all, when it's informed by outside sources, when it's informed and conditioned and forced upon us by societal norms and values that define who we should be as opposed to who we actually are. So I'm talking about the whole, you know, weight loss, exercise, all these things that people are kind of very highly persuaded to do like at the beginning of the year all right it's the start of the new year i need to join a new gym i need to get the exercise routine i need to lose weight i need to eat healthy and all these things especially when you're going when it's conditioned us to kind of aim for these certain ideals which aren't realistic which aren't healthy Bodies come in many different shapes and sizes, and there's more to this idea of being healthy than this thick, skinny thing. So I don't like that. I don't 
like the idea that we're pressured to have these certain goals, right, that are defined for us by these highly problematic and toxic tropes of what it's supposed to be to be beautiful and doing well and being productive. We don't have to be productive, especially in the way that society is forcing us to be, especially if it's not in line with who we actually are, right? That is different to say, you know, for folks who want to continue to take care of themselves, to treat themselves well, to treat their bodies well, to engage in movement, because movement and exercise and things like that in general does boost your mental and physical well-being. If you're doing that in terms to maintain that type of health and wellness, not because this kind of this goal to be this insta model beauty queen type of stuff. So that's why I hate New Year's resolutions. But the inspiration of this episode did come from it. And the fact that I realize, or I'm beginning to realize, especially nowadays, that over the years, my... I wouldn't say priorities, but... You know, my perspective, my experiences, my path, you know, which would in line with whatever goals or intentions that I set for myself this year are based on stuff that is very different from what a lot of, or dare I say, almost everyone around me in my current surroundings. So what do I mean by this? So I'm noticing, you know, with this idea of New Year's resolutions, you know goals and things like that is usually in line with certain areas of your life you know you think of your work your home life etc and for a lot of folks that includes home life includes family um which can include when we're talking about family nuclear family um not necessarily family of origin although that could also be inclusive in this household so nuclear family you're talking about like your spouse and your kids and or your kids um And family origin can also be part of that if you are in a household where you have your own family and then your family of origin, your parents and other relatives living into that thing. And so if you have a situation like that, obviously, you know, the things that you need to concentrate on and prioritize around are inclusive of those factors, right? So what I've noticed is is that as I've... (laughs) grown older um, over the years, and especially the fact that I have lived in many different places, I've noticed that um, my sphere of um, thoughts and connection and, and things like that deal with factors that are very different from most people around me. I've, I've gotten to the point in my life where the majority of people around me are married and or in a long-term committed relationship, but most, almost all of them is marriage and kids. Um, and I, I realized, I mean, I, I guess I should have known this, right? But because I guess I've taken a different path in life where, you know, it is inclusive, inclusive of having career, going to school and have careers, which is a lot of folks, right? Almost all the folks around me follow the same path, but... I've done it independently. I've done it on my own. Um, So it's just me, you know, going to school, me going to work, me living in different states and and, and engaging in this work. I didn't necessarily 
have to deal I didn't have to deal with a family or a spouse because I didn't have any and I still don't have any but now as I'm going as I'm noticing is that a lot of my spaces now that I interact with folks um, socially or within work are those that are included of people who have these families and I've realized probably really late that at a certain point people's people seek or they get their meaning and their purpose in life if we're talking about outside of work from their family their nuclear family um and so that everything that they they kind of conceptualize and work towards and get meaning from and purpose from is out of that um and so that i mean permeates through everything right the conversations with people how you see the world how you have conversations with folks you know what you kind of prioritize your time and your energy on what do you think you're working towards to of support of right so when i'm I'll continue to have conversations with these people you know it, there it, there has been and i've noticed this over the past years that there has been this increasing barrier that i keep on pushing up against to where i don't know how to um find commonalities with folks that have these certain other aspects of their lives that i don't have um and so they could say the main things you know we talk about connections with people you talk about you know tv shows so like hobbies right so like maybe that could be music tvs books um you know things like that right and i think those are things that i can still have some connection with right have you seen this movie have you listened to the show have you read this book have you heard of such and such things have you followed this particular person you know famous person significant person on certain topic and thing that you we connect with and share in common right um but i know it's that it's it's less and less the conversations that are starting off from that standpoint and more and more about like just hanging out with the family right and so i found it particularly hard um and i wish we could have more conversations about this um because in the workforce i feel like a lot of conversations in the social for in the social sphere and also the workforce is that a lot of these conversations are centered on and if you talk about what what have you doing what are you what are you up to it's centered on family right if you have a family most of your conversations and things like that are conceptualized about what you done with your spouse what you done with your kids etc etc right and and so those are the things that obviously i cannot chime in because i don't have those factors and it used to be for a while like it didn't matter it didn't matter that i didn't have those factors it because i could listen and i think for me it's like well i'm not going to pretend to make up a freaking family if i don't have you know i don't have that right that'd be really hard to make up and it wouldn't make any sense and so i would listen and for a long time that was enough um especially in the fact that it was like you know these these folks that had um these nuclear families weren't the majority of the people that I was connecting with or having to interact with and then slowly over time i'm noticing that there's this more and more of this pull to engage in this conversation by sharing similar stories and so that's when the distinction comes out right that's where the um isolation comes into play where it's like it's not just enough for me to listen um and to you know actively listen paying attention right um you know i can definitely find these stories entertaining entertaining and and you know meaningful um but there's more and more this pull to engage 
to talk about it. And so obviously you can hear that I'm, you know, I, I hit against a wall because I can't talk about that. And so I'm realizing this kind of, well, it seems like I almost have to make a choice, right? Do I change the subject? Do I hang out with these people less? Do I try to find some sort of connection, forced thing? Uh, I tend not to do that because I just feel like if you're forcing something, right? Like if someone talks about, I don't know, family going to a soccer game, what am I going to say? Oh, yeah, I remember I, I used to love this TV show I watched where they did the soccer game. And, and it's like, what? You know, oh, they played with a dog. Oh, you know, I've watched the show with the dog. And I saw the dog parade or I, I don't even know. <laughs> uh, I think about those dog competitions that I see on on tv shows or something like that i it, it just it's so forced it's so forced so why am i saying this so i've noticed that a lot of times these the start off of the new year these new year's resolutions you know their the goals or intentions and stuff like that are focused on these types of factors right and and i'm and i'm noticing that i'm getting to a point in my life where i mean i don't be like i'm doing great but yeah, I mean, I have all these kind of, I am lucky and I acknowledge my privilege. I definitely acknowledge my privilege in this, that I am fortunate enough to be in a position where I can support myself financially, um, that I have my basic needs met. So like food and shelter and taking care of my bills and all that stuff, having a job that I can depend on, you know, that's going to continue to pay for me, you know, pay for my needs and everything like that. So that's taken care of. And the work that I'm doing is good, right? So I'm good at what I'm doing. And that's all primarily in terms of career, right? So how do you, as an individual, kind of make space for creating meaning and purpose outside of work? Now, just to say, it's not to say that I don't have any meaning or anything like that outside of work, um, or I haven't tried things or interested in things outside of work. Um, I am definitely one of those folks that, you know, could probably categorize as like a workaholic, um, that a lot of my time is spent at my job, um, that I kind of think and, and conceptualize the, word, the world in terms of my job, and or I should say my career, my field of study. Um, and I've also noticed, um, and this is backed by science, that you know people who kind of form their identity based on their career. If something happens within their career or their job, it's like a devastating hit to their identity, right? So if something isn't working well in work, if it's stressed out or something like that, you internalize it as if something is wrong with you as a person. Um, and I'm definitely very guilty of this and have been, and, and, you know, I'm being more intentional, especially over the past couple of years of kind of differentiating myself, right? Like I am more than what I do for others. Ha! I am more than what I do for others. That is a lovely, lovely, one of the underlying, if you don't take anything else from this episode, it doesn't really have to do with this episode, but it actually kind of does, um, is that you are more than what you do. Right. So how do you create meaning for yourself outside of what you do if you're talking about like your job? Um, but it, it can transcend if you're talking about you're more than what you are, what you do for others that transcends transcends more than just your work. Like, for example, if you're in other world, like a parent. Hey, just want to use that one because it's a very common and easy example to explain. Um, you are more than what you do for your kids, for your spouse, etc right how do you create meaning for that so 
I think kind of combination of New Year's resolution and this kind of me being more aware of like how do I create meaning and stuff like that. I'm definitely involved in hobbies and interests outside of work. However, I'm noticing because we live in society that kind of puts a lot of um, weight um, and preference towards um, interests within the nuclear or hobbies within the nuclear unit as opposed to outside of it that my interests may seem kind of lower tier right like it's not something that can be satisfying in its own which is sad um and as i'm kind of working on creating this balance of you know not identifying myself solely on what i do as a career um not defining myself or putting weight on myself as you know what i can do for others which if we want to talk about (laughs) systemic bias racism prejudice right that folks of color that's how um we have been used by others and how others put meaning and purpose of our lives is on what they can do what we can do for them right um historically been this issue historically been this terrible issue that people create outside people create meaning and purpose of us based on what we can do for them and that leads to exploitation taking advantage of and learning in leading up to burnout and things like that right because there's this pull for society especially for folks of color that we are meant to be in service of other people um primarily in work but also in other areas of life so i'm trying to pull away from that too because i'm like listen i want to do this because i enjoy this i don't want to be this person where people are just like oh yeah she's a great person because she can do xyz um and so and then trying to build up my hobbies and my other things interests but then also kind of steering away from or not being pulled into the stereotypical thing of like well you're you got low tier interests right it's not the same as like someone who is invested in their kids soccer team i don't know why i keep on talking about parents and kids and soccer team but this is a stereotypical thing and before people start clapping back at me i don't i don't want to disparage or shit talk people who have families working parents i don't want to disparage or talk shit about them right obviously parents are great for society working parents are awesome that's not my life that's what i'm saying i'm saying because it is not my life that i end up being outside of this bubble and almost as an outcast to society because the expectation is well you should already be one now and if you're not your goal is to be right that like i'm kind of like in this in-between phase of like well she doesn't have this now but yeah she's gonna have this in the future right because that's her goal right that's how she's gonna create meaning like she's working adult but like she doesn't have any family like she doesn't have kids like but she's working towards that right so like maybe she's not a full adult now but like eventually that's what's gonna happen right and i'm and i'm speed talking because it feels like this kind of antsy like anxiety provoking pressure but invisible pressure that other people don't even realize they're fucking putting on people um and that's not fair <laughs> to me because i definitely feel i've pulled i definitely feel that other people see me as like less than an adult there's often times where i question myself am i a full adult and i am lucky to have people in my life my own family members that are able to snap me out of that shit because 
they're gonna like what are you talking about you do x y and z you've been an adult and done adult things for several millions even before you were an adult right but this idea keeps on feeling like i'm an adult because you know i'm living independently i don't have anyone else to take care of besides myself right so why am i talking about this um i just i think it's important for us to acknowledge and to have the voices of those like myself in similar positions where we're moving forward in our lives and we maybe end up reaching a certain age where you know there's certain expectations for us even though they may not be spoken or maybe they are spoken out loud and if we don't fit into those categories it's kind of like we're an outcast or less than how do we create meaning for ourselves in the meantime or how do we continue to move forward you know um in our lives in meaningful ways that have almost like have equal weight to those like in nuclear units if that makes sense sometimes i feel like i question myself like my hobbies and things enough and then also i'm in the situation which is why i want to talk about this is that my hobbies and interests are good but i'm still feeling like not that they're not enough or maybe there needs to be tweaking or something else does that make sense like for example music you know doing creative projects things like that i love doing that um and i want to be able to kind of create meaning and and explore that avenue and see all the other possibilities that happen in the, those type of entertainment realms right um in a way that is just as has just as much weight as other things right like and i and i want to say this i'm gonna make it clear right that let's just say that i'm leaving the door open like for me as i don't think and this is personal for me is i don't it doesn't make sense for me to plan for something that isn't here yet right so why would i kind of plan for or orient my life and my being towards like a marriage if i'm not married right why do i have to kind of work towards a goal or something that isn't there does that make sense um and to be honest certain things like that aren't necessarily guaranteed um if you don't have a partner right now what happens if you don't have a partner for a while what happens if you don't get married for a while or if ever or if that's something that you don't want to do um you know sometimes i feel like we get forced by society um or ourselves if we think that that's the only way for us to achieve happiness it may, it may not be something that we want to do but we feel like we have to do um i hope for us to kind of pull us out, our, ourselves away from that right So I'm not saying that, you know, for me personally, I'm not saying that I'm against having long-term relationships. I, that's not true. I definitely do want to have a long-term relationship, but I'm not in one now. So why would I, you know what I'm saying? Like why would I try to stress myself out or try to push myself or 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 pull myself in directions towards this long-term relationship if it isn't, isn't something that I have now, right? It makes sense for me to kind of live my life in the moment right now and if and when that happens, that's a great thing but there has to be other ways to sustain me outside of that there has to be other ways to sustain me outside of that path as i mentioned that is something that i want right 
So that there isn't really an answer to this question, but I noticed that this is something that I'm having to navigate on my own because, and not to say that there aren't people out in the world, because I'm pretty sure there's people out in the world who are in a similar situation like me, but I'm primarily surrounded by folks who aren't. And it's really hard for me because I can't have conversations about it because I can't talk about it because their mind and what they see the world is surrounded by factors and people in their life that I don't have. And it's hard for them to relate to me to have those conversations because I will always feel like to them, whether they intend to or not, like, you know what I mean? Like it's hard to gel with somebody whose priority is like religion, family, and home life. If that's not your, that's not you, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? And, 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 and it's hard for someone to kind of, and now if you have somebody that's open and willing to have that conversation or to give you space, I would, I would love, maybe that's one of my resolution, but it's not a resolution because it's outside of my hands, but I would love for folks to create space for people like me to be able to explore this because as scary as it is to not know what's in store for me or how I can create that type of me or move forward without having these things. I think it's exciting because it creates possibilities, right? Like I'm here where it's like, I'm able to define my life in the way that I want to. That's outside of what most other people are doing now. But I know whatever I'm gonna end up finding is gonna be awesome because it's for me. And once again, like the goal of, like I said, a long-term relationship, obviously that's something that's part for me, right? I should say obviously because it's not for everyone. Um, And if it happens when it happens, that's great, right? But I'm not going to kind of hold my life for that. I want to be able to live in the moment. So it's not a New Year's resolution, but for me, it's more of just thinking about how do I reinvent, not reinvent a will, but how do I create and find additional opportunities for me to flourish, to to create meaning and purpose in my life outside of work that that doesn't have to deal with family. How can I continue to create possibilities and redefine things that are satisfying for me to create more opportunities for satisfaction and meaning that is outside of work and outside of nuclear family life? And for those folks who have those things, my hope is that they can create space for folks like me to explore and have those conversations and sit with it, right? Because as much as it is entertaining and things to hear about your life, so I think it's more entertaining to talk about like giving space for people whose, whose stories and life paths aren't the same as yours. And knowing that you can never understand what they're going through, um, but their thoughts and feelings and this path that they're going towards is just as valid. So, those are my thoughts on that. And if it makes sense to you, that's great. And if it doesn't make sense, but you can think it makes sense for someone else, share it with somebody else. there you have it messy not really concluded ending but an opportunity for growth and continuing to explore opportunities and continuing to build 
on making meaning outside of the toxic productivity capitalist supremacist patriarchal culture onward well this has been another rousing episode of borderline latina takes over until next time y'all